Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Acts. Today is episode 305. We're looking at Acts chapter 22, verses 1 through 11. Let's read our passage. Brothers and fathers, listen now to my defense before you. When they heard that he was addressing them in Aramaic, they became even quieter. He continued, I am a Jew born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city, educated at the feet of Gamaliel, according to the strictness of our ancestral law. I was zealous for God, just as all of you are today. I persecuted this way to the death, arresting and putting both men and women in jail, as both the high priest and the whole council of elders can testify about me. After I received letters from them to the brothers, I traveled to Damascus to arrest those who were there and bring them to Jerusalem to be punished. As I was traveling and approaching Damascus, about noon, an intense light from heaven suddenly flashed around me. I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? I answered, Who are you, Lord? He said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, the one you are persecuting. Now those who were with me saw the light, but they did not hear the voice of the one who was speaking to me. I said, What should I do, Lord? The Lord told me, Get up and go into Damascus, and there you will be told everything that you have been assigned to do. Since I couldn't see because of the brightness of the light, I was led by the hand by those who were with me and went into Damascus. Paul is in Jerusalem. Paul has completed his third missionary journey. He's back in Jerusalem now, bringing this gift to the church in Jerusalem. But there's been rumors circulated around him from Jews who lived in primarily Ephesus, it seems, have come to Jerusalem and have said that Paul is traveling around teaching Jewish people to abandon their Jewish roots, abandon their Jewishness, not follow the Jewish customs. And the leaders of the, the church recognize this is a problem because they're trying to reach the Jewish people of Jerusalem with the gospel. And so for them to have Paul as one of them with these accusations, they, they need to fix this. So they have an idea that Paul will go to the temple with these four men who've taken a Nazarite vow. And he will participate in the process with them, even to the point of paying for their offering. And this will show everyone that Paul is a devout Jew and put to rest these rumors uh, that have been circulated about him. Well, he's at the temple and somebody from Ephesus sees him in the temple and had seen him earlier around town with a Gentile man, a Greek, from Ephesus and assumed that Paul had brought the Greek into the inner courts of the temple, thereby defiling the temple area and raised a ruckus, and the people grabbed Paul, began beating him, accusing him of defiling the temple. The Roman soldiers at the uh, Anatonia Fortress, right at the temple area, came down and rescued Paul. And as they were carrying Paul back into the barracks area, because they couldn't get a straight answer what was going on, Paul said, can I speak to the crowd? And so the commander allows Paul to speak. That's where we pick it up here in verse 1, where it says he's speaking in Aramaic. Brothers and fathers, listen now to my defense before you. Verse 2, when they heard that he was addressing them in Aramaic, they became even quieter. 
the yelling has been having to do with Paul and Greeks and things, so they're surprised to, to hear him speaking Aramaic to them. Your standard Greek person in Jerusalem wouldn't necessarily know Aramaic. Greek was the international language. So they quiet down when they realize that this guy speaks our language. Verse 3, he continued, I am a Jew born in Tarsus of Cilicia, but brought up in this city, educated at the feet of Gamaliel, according to the strictness of our ancestral law. Well, here he brings up the fact that, yeah, I was born in Tarsus, but I grew up in Jerusalem. So this is bringing him closer into context with the people there. He's not, uh, he's not even a Hellenistic Jew so much, uh, maybe a little bit, but he said, i born elsewhere, but as a young age since then, I've been raised in Jerusalem. And I was educated by Gamaliel, fairly famous teacher, rabbi, and a Pharisee. So now he's saying to the crowd, I'm a, I'm a Pharisee, very zealous for the law. So he has that. I was zealous for God, just as all of you are today. And so he's, you know, not calling them names. They're, they're uh, in this uproar because they've been told that the temple has been defiled. They're zealous to protect their way, their tent, their custom, their religion. And so he says, yeah, I'm like you guys. I'm zealous for the law, zealous for God. Verse 4, I persecuted this way to the death, arresting and putting both men and women in jail as both the high priest and the whole council of elders can testify about me. After I received the letters from them to the brothers, I traveled to Damascus to arrest those who were there and bring them to Jerusalem to be punished. So it says, I was persecuting the way. And by the way, he means the way of Jesus, the way of the light. The, that's a way of referring to Christianity, the way. And I was persecuting it to the point of death even. And I was traveling to Damascus. I had letters of introduction and I was arresting people and bringing them back to Jerusalem. Verse six, as I was traveling and approaching Damascus about noon, an intense light from heaven suddenly flashed around me. I fell to the ground. I heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? This is a one of three accounts of Paul's conversion experience at Damascus. The first is in chapter 9, and that's in the third person. It's Luke just narrating the, the details. And then you have here in, in chapter 22, where Paul, in the first person, is giving an account of his conversion experience in Damascus. And then we'll see it again in chapter 26, as Paul is giving his conversion account again in a speech to King Agrippa. There's some minor nuance differences in these, and that's where he's did the two where he's given a first person, he's tailoring the speech, the account of his conversion to the audience. Here he's speaking to a group of Jewish people in Jerusalem at the temple. And in chapter 26, he's speaking to Gentiles in Caesarea. So verse eight, I answered, who are you, Lord? He said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, the one you are persecuting. Now, those who were with me saw the light, but they did not hear the voice of the one who was speaking to me. Now, here's some of the differences we have as we you know, try to put all these things together. Back in chapter 9, it says they heard a sound, but saw no one. 
And here in chapter 22, it says they saw light, but didn't hear the voice. And then Paul says he heard the voice. But in two of his letters, in 1 Corinthians and in Galatians, he says he saw the Lord. So we put all this stuff together. It's the companions to Paul, they heard a sound, but didn't hear a voice. They saw a light, but didn't see a person. Where Paul heard the voice and saw the person. And so it's just, we understand what's going on here. And Paul, the point is, uh, they experienced something. So they know something happened, but they weren't part of it. So verse 10, I said, what should I do, Lord? The Lord told me, get up and go into Damascus, and there will you be told everything that you have been assigned to do. Since I couldn't see because of the brightness of the light, I was led by the hand by those who were with me and went into Damascus. This is the uh, beginning of Paul's uh, explanation of his conversion. This is the experience on the Damascus Road. Next time we'll hear more as he continues into what transpired in Damascus. Paul's just preaching the gospel, really. And what? how do we preach the gospel? Actually, if we follow Paul's example here, a good way to present the gospel is just, this is what happened to me. I had an encounter with the Lord, and I became a believer. Sharing the gospel doesn't have to be really any more complicated than that. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the book of Acts.